to our next segment we're going to look at two games the first one we're going to look at is the packers going up against the vikings in an nfc north battle the vikings have got a new gm and a new head coach where Aaron Rodgers' column has lost his best friend and main wide receiver in Devante adams but yet has now got numerous youth and interesting people around him this is a really intriguing game column uh, who have you got to win this game and why yeah, this is, I suppose, the, the NFC version of the big AFC North battle between the, the Bengals and the, the Steelers. Talk about two-storied franchises. And we could get out the revenge klaxon again for this because uh, Zedaria Smith, uh, the former All-Pro, all uh, will be going up against his former team. And for the Vikings, the fact that Daniil Hunter and Zedaria Smith are both fit, who knows for how long, a bit like the, the Broncos with Randy Gregory and, and Bradley Chubb, but with both of them on the field and with the tackles for the Packers both listed as questionable, this could be the Purple Peter People Eaters volume 2.0. Uh, Purple People Eaters used to have a, a saying, meet, meet at the QB. Uh, we saw a little bit of that from the, the Bills last night. And if the Vikings are you know, um, going to put the squeeze on, Aaron Rodgers and his new receiving core. It'll be those two guys leading the the charge. I can't wait to see Justin Jefferson against the Packers secondary. We talked about it in the season preview show. This could be the Packers' best defense of the Aaron Rodgers era. But I am going to say that um, Kirk Cousins, who has thrown a touchdown pass in 30 consecutive regular season games, it's the longest active streak in the NFL, on on Sunday night, he'll become the first quarterback ever to defeat Aaron Rodgers in three consecutive games. The Vikings are starting the season with a win. That's the beauty of stats. If you didn't know who Kirk Cousins was, Kirk Cousins was and you were only getting into the NFL, and you look at two, two years in a row, over 4,200 yards, and he's thrown for 30 touchdowns. My God, he must be a great quarterback. And then you look, he's only had one season in the last seven where he's won more than 10 games because the reality is he's not a good quarterback. Yeah, they've got great players around, but he's too inconsistent for me. We've had this conversation throughout the course of off-season and numerous times in the show around Rodgers and the disgruntlement of Adams being traded away, and then he was coming out with some outspoken words during training camp trying to rev the guys up. And then reality comes to Sunday, week one, Lazard, Cobb, Watkins are the starting wide receivers. Lazard is expected to play with Watson and Dobbs coming in radically throughout the game because they're the rookies. And then they've got Dylan and they've got AJ Jones. So for me, the only concern for me actually in this game is, is the Packers around the offensive line. Back here, he's back, but is he really fit? Jenkins, the right tackle, is, is doubtful. And um, you, you wonder now, will he, will he get the uh, time he needs? But he finds ways to get it done because he's such a class quarterback. They have the players to win the game. 14 of the last 15 years, the division winners come between these two teams. So once it's week one, it's really important that you get that win early on in the season in the division. So, um, I'm, I'm sorry with the Packers, I, I can't trust. You're asking me who I trust, Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins, I trust Aaron Rodgers every day. I, one of you two fine gentlemen made a comment that Aaron Rodgers lost his best friend to the Raiders. It was Michael, there you go. Um, the ESPN 
cover story from Tim Keown this week. Uh, very interesting in terms of how Devontae Adams somewhat was lobbied by Derek Carr, but even in his engagement, it's a little small tidbit with Aaron Rodgers. Alludes, Rodgers apparently alluded to him that his time in the Green Bay was coming to a close and he should do what's best for him and his family. It wasn't exactly the lobbying you would like to her to maintain the number one receiver, who in fact was offered a bigger contract at the Packers than the one he accepted at the Raiders. So how bad did he want to get away from Aaron Rodgers? Um, Aaron Rodgers mimicked Nicolas Cage during the offseason, the Cameron Poe t-shirt, and he has uh, to mimic another Nicolas Cage movie, uh, the unbelievable weight of massive talent. He is an amazing talent. He is an amazing quarterback. Uh, He's a bit of a something else as well, but I don't think he's a leader and he's going to have challenges this year with his wide receiving core. They're going to be there. They're always there or thereabouts. And in fact, this is the year when the defense might carry Green Bay greater. They, they've got a fantastic defense. You look at some of the parts that are coming back in the pass rush. You look at Jair Alexander, highest paid cornerback in the NFL, but also deserving of it. Uh, and they are undoubtedly going to cause teams fits and starts. But I do believe a little bit in the dream in Minnesota. I believe in Kevin O'Connell and Wes Phillips, who also came over with him as the offensive coordinator there from the Rams, to be able to rein in Kirk Cousins and the amazing talents they've got with Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and finally make it greater than some of the parts. The Vikings defense cannot be worse than it's been in the last two seasons. There is so much room for growth there. And these games inevitably are always split. Like most seasons, it feels like the Vikings take one off the Packers, but never get there close enough in the last few years to win the division title. Although, as Colin alluded to, uh, they have had a few uh, incidents along the way. Um, Basically, we're up to this. It's Vikings to win for me in week one, but the Packers will win the war and still win the NFC North. Thank you for that, Mark. Um, an interesting discussion. Uh, I'll strip it down completely here. Aaron Rodgers is an incredible quarterback and he deserved to get paid uh, in the middle of March. Dalvin Cook is better than Aaron Jones. Justin Jefferson is better than Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Adam Phelan is better than Christian Watson. Uh, Danielle Hunter is better than... Well, I can't even find it. The Packers are not as good as the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers does not have enough weapons to throw to. And you can't just pass or you, ha- you can't just hand it off to Aaron Jones continually. I feel that the combination of uh, the new head coach and with Phillips incorporating the hybrid version of that Los Angeles style offense will incorporate some sort of system which will allow Kirk Cousins to become a more efficient quarterback. It's not going to be incredible. But they'll definitely beat the Packers on Sunday. 100%. Like that's my I don't want to say it's my lock of the week, but one hundred percent. Like Aaron Rodgers, lads. Are, are you are you really telling me that Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson as a duo are better than Justin Jefferson and, and Adam Phillip? No, Dalvin well, Cook is going to run over. Sorry. Well, what I would say is he went into. I'll give you one example. He went into Arizona last year with lesser wide receivers and found a way to win the game. He he has a way and he has a knack of just. Getting the best out of players that aren't at the level people expect, expect or have seen throughout the course of their career. He just finds ways to find, get these guys up in there to 15 20%. Um, and I think it'll be the same in Sunday. But I'm the lone wolf here. 
okay. Uh, yeah, so I just, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a really, really good game. I'd say Kirk Cousins, three passing touchdowns, Dalvin Cook, two rush touchdowns, and that'll be the difference in a high-scoring game. Uh, I think the over-under is like 48 and a half or something. It will go over, in my opinion, and I'm taking the Vikings to win. But I, as Mark said, I do think that the Vikings will not win the division. But they get off to the perfect start, and fair play to them, because if they do, they should have a good chance of making a good wildcard run in the NFC, because it's that poor. I was just going to say, Michael, I know three of us have gone for the Vikings. It does feel slightly risky going against Aaron Rodgers in the regular season. I'd feel a lot better betting against him if it was the postseason. Time will tell. A couple of comments before we get on our next game here. Uh, LD Brun. Back in Alan Lazar, questionable. Roger been horrible first game out of the last few years. Fred Flunk says, loving the chip being this, lads. It's like season two of the real world MTV. I don't know what that is. Let's just move on. I have no idea what that is. Uh, right, Raiders Chargers, game of the week. Uh, it's not on TV. It's only on NFL Game Pass. So if you haven't got NFL Game Pass, go to our bio in our podcast or on our YouTube channel and sign up. Does it help us? Maybe, not maybe. We'll see. Do you want us to have a bit of crack in Arizona this year and have a few scoops? Yes. So please click the link. We really appreciate it. And it's a crime column how this game is not on television this weekend. I actually think it's a crime. They should have found a way to put two games on. On uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I suppose you could add Sky on it. Nine, ten. They got about thirteen channels. This game could have went on or a red button situation. Uh, like this could be a playoff game this weekend i mean going by what we've heard about the raiders i know brian's very high on them but no i've been very high on the chargers so this is the hell of a game yeah and i I would ask the question could this be the game that has the most passing yards of of any game this weekend i mean to talk about high octane uh, offenses the interesting one about this right is that this is a game that we we saw obviously at the end of regular season um, in, in 2021. And yet all of the buzz is, is around the Chargers. But it was the Raiders for the team who went to the, the, the playoffs. And I think that part of the, the reason for that, obviously, is what the Chargers did in the offseason, but it's also the Raiders' O-line. Like there were huge question marks uh, around that. Um, and, and can Carr have enough time to get the ball to his fantastic trio of, of pass catchers? Uh, to, not having JC Jackson is less than ideal. Um, but it just uh, the, the matchups in, in this are just going to be uh, fantastic. For me, I think one of the, the big questions for this season is have the charges improved against the run, but I don't think that's going to be the the question for this uh, particular game. I expect this to be very similar to that uh, regular season game that we saw uh, where Herbert was so good on the, the fourth downs. They've put better pieces around him, and for that reason, I'm going to say this time it has a slightly different outcome. The Chargers, just to, to pip the, the Raiders on, on this occasion, but there'll be all sorts of fantastic plays on display in this. I like the way Colm says it. It's not ideal to have JC Jackson out of the game. Um, I think that's a bit of an understatement. You, you've gone from JC Jackson, who been a standout cornerback for the past couple of years in the league, going against probably arguably one of the best wide receivers in, in, in the league, to Asante Samuel Jr. And once he's had a good, reasonably good rookie year, 
he still had his flaws and he's going to take him up on Sunday and imagine Devante is fancying his chances I think for the Raiders it's kind of like yeah the offensive line is a huge concern ultimately I think that's where the frail the most frail situation is in the team Colton Miller's a stand there player he was consistent last year Lester Cotton's going to go right tackle I think we might see a bit of scheming around getting the ball out quickly um, from Carr as opposed to trying to remain in the pocket as long as he can to get the ball out and for me, this game ultimately will come down to who has the better pass rush. And will it be Mack on his debut for the Chargers and Bosa getting to car, or will it be Crosby and Chandler Jones getting the Herbert and putting the pressure on? I, I do also see a, a high-scoring game, but I'm not convinced by Brandon Staley. I know you have your concerns over Josh McDonnell, but it's 10 years since he was head coach in the league. You'd like to think he's learned his lesson. And he's had more experience as he's gone on in his years in New England. Brandon Staley cost him three games last year, I would say, where he got clout. He was the analytical head coach as opposed to being the right head coach in the right position and calling the right play in terms of taking field goals will he make will he change his, his approach I'm not sure he will and ultimately I think that's what will cost the charges in the end high scoring game I'm on the other side I think the Raiders will find a way to win uh, I am devouring anything and everything related to this game I'm literally reading everything I mentioned the ESPN story about Devontae Adams talking about used to be he, he used to be a basketball player and he ultimately decided to play wide receiver because at 6-1, he was going to be a small point guard with the size of point guards or he could be a big wide receiver. He talks about how, oh, you know, I, I only bust out my best moves to get open when I really need to. I don't like waste good moves on dodgy cornerbacks or, you know, a cornerback I know I can get past easily. It's, it's a fascinating interview in relation to it and I am just... So fascinating with so many different storylines in relation to it. You guys have summed it up so well in terms of the changes that have occurred on both sides. We do not know how all these people are going to knit together. I mean, it's nice to say Devontae Adams and David, uh, David, Derek Carr. I told you I was confusing him and his brother. Um, <laughs> Derek Carr, you know, they played for Fresno State together. It's great that they're back together. So, yeah, but how's that going to translate to the program? This isn't playing pitch and catch with your mates in the backyard. I mean, yeah, they played in college together. The NFL is a different ball game altogether. Fresno State aren't even in uh, Division One for Christ's sake. So let's have a little bit of reality about that, but equally get excited if you're a Raiders fan about Adams and Renfro and Waller all there as attacking threats. And Josh Jacobs, I'm a big fan of, and he needs a bit of a bounce back here, but he is such a talent. And if you're a Chargers fan, how can you not believe? Michael believes. Michael believes they're going to the Super Bowl from his predictions. I mean, you, you've got to believe with the transcendent Justin Herbert, when you, you've got a very short list. Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, Justin Herbert, the only three quarterbacks to throw for 5,000 yards in one of their first two seasons. They fixed the offensive line. They've invested in the defense, all right? No JC Jackson this time, but they've done all the right things. One gap I still wonder about is speed at the wide receiver position for them, but that's about the only thing I can call out. Bose is amazing. Jesus, guys, just get the game on. I just want to watch it. I might be, to Michael's belief about the Patriots, I could be sitting there depressed, just staring at the bottom of an empty beer glass filling up regularly at 4.25 uh, for Eastern time, 9.25 Irish time. This game will make me have belief back in the NFL, back in life again. Bring it on. And, oh, yeah, charges to win. You're all charged up, Marcus. Uh, yeah, Jesse Jackson, not not an ideal situation for them. I mean, it's all right. They've still got Khalil Mack they've brought in and Sebastian Joseph Day as well. And they've got Joey Bosa there as well. So, like, obviously, like, if we do need to have a bit more protection on Devante Adams. Devante Adams had Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to him. Aaron Rodgers is a... 
far well not far but he's a better quarterback than Derek Carr this Raiders team are going into Los Angeles and frankly they're going to be up against it against the Chargers team which want to go to the next level I spoke in the preview shows and I spoke on the broadcast on Wednesday night in regards to Brandon Staley I think Brandon Staley in the way in which he set this team up both offensively defensively and special teams in this offseason is superb and he is more energized in terms of what happened his team last year they now enter a 24 month window with Justin Herbert can Justin Herbert win MVP for a start I believe he can can they win the Super Bowl absolutely whoever wins the AFC West is probably going to win the Super Bowl but when you have Herbert being able to throw the ball down the field and you have Herbert being able to make plays as good as Patrick Mahomes to make you go wow like and he's got the athleticism as well oh yeah and he can fire it off to Austin Eckler if he needs to as well so um, I think that the Chargers are going to win this game comfortably in the sense of maybe 10 to 12 points uh, and I think Devante Adams will be really really good for the Raiders but I am sort of considering that in time it'll take him a few games I don't want to go as far with a bold statement and say he won't score a touchdown on Sunday but I believe that the Raiders won't score any more than 14 to 17 points and the Chargers will pull away in the game which will set them as one of the teams or if not the team to beat in the AFC West they're not just going to the Super Bowl mark at the minute I have them to win the whole damn thing we keep saying they're going into LA. We saw it last night with the uh, the amount of Bills fans were at the, were at the game. I'd imagine come Sunday four twenty five, the place is probably going to be seventy percent Raiders fans. Let's see. Uh, obviously, the Chargers had the big Super Bowl party. Um, on in Santa Monica the night before Super Bowl it was a great crack even though they weren't playing uh, Owens big Chargers fan saying it's a revenge game for the Chargers a point lots seem to be missing I agree uh, and a lot of different fans there saying uh, Al saying as a Charger fan not looking forward to the Raider offensive weapons behind Jesse Jackson uh, and Tranquil popped up an injury report today so uh, that is our thoughts we've all got the Chargers winning apart from Brian's got the Raiders winning and Mark you got a final point in this game yeah, because it's the one we didn't say and kind of oh, alludes to the revenge game. Remember, this is how the season, regular season ended for these two teams. Like that infamous game that could have ended in a draw. So if you're a Charger fan, you're sitting here going like, we have waited a long, hard time now. And they're almost, I would imagine, delighted to be kicking off against the Raiders to try to right the wrongs of the past regular NFL season. NFL season kicks off on Sunday. Thanks very much if you're listening to the podcast. Please do follow, subscribe. Please leave us a rating. Thank you, folks. 